What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 247. We're here on Tuesday, January 5th, and Happy New Year to you all. Today is Georgia runoff day. So, if you're a Georgia Republican, we hope that you voted today and get out to vote. Basically, the future of the nation relies on this vote today, which yeah. is not ideal, that's for sure. Um, if we lose both seats, the Democrats will have complete control, and it'll be a total disaster. Yeah. And bad. you we, wrote we, about we, that today we, in your VIP column. We need to make Georgia how. We need to, you know, kill Biden's ability to make war on us by having a GOP Senate, which, granted, he'll, he'll get some wins. But, yeah, I mean, it's but not a, it, it, it. But we don't. The end of the legislative filibuster won't be, you know, threatened, which will lead to higher taxes, no jobs, and the uh, foundations for a national gun confiscation. Yeah, it's by uh, no means among a, other among other other horribles of the agenda. So by no means is it a hundred percent, you know, cure yeah. all. Yeah. But it's better than a Democratic Senate. So right. come on. Do you want Chuck Schumer in control? Yeah. You know, I, I don't yeah. think anybody does. No. So. President Trump was in Georgia last night, paid one final visit, and the rally was tremendous. I heard it was pretty um, good. He was on an absolute roll. Yeah. And uh, Kelly Leffler was there, and uh, Purdue is in quarantine yeah. because of the coronavirus. And my girl, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, she, she was there. She was good. Um, I liked her. I like her. Here's the interesting thing about this entire Georgia race, right? Mm-hmm. If you would have told me that, you know, six months ago that— I'd be sitting here today saying that Kelly Leffler is not only the more conservative of these two candidates that are here in this runoff for the GOP, but that she has a better chance to win tonight, I would have said, Storm, you're smoking crack. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, do you agree with that assessment? It it could be split. Yeah. I mean, if it splits, I think she's going to be the one that wins. I think think no matter what, she'll get more votes than Purdue. Yeah. Uh, For... A, a myriad of reasons, yeah. uh, but more, she's actually run a she's run a better campaign than he has. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, uh, yeah. and she's she's taken consistently more, you know, whether you want to call it conservative yeah. or Trumpian yeah. or America well, First policy. She's joining the effort to uh, challenge the twenty twenty results tomorrow, and um, yeah, which we're going to talk more about. Yeah, that in a and you know, uh, but be sure to follow. You know, our, our own Reagan McCarthy's on the ground. Yeah. Uh, there tonight, so uh, be sure to follow her Twitter Well, you know, now. they're already laying the groundwork. Yeah. They're saying, oh, well, we may not know tonight. Yeah. You know what that means? It means that just, means yeah. they're going to wait yeah. to see how many votes that we get yeah. and how many they need to bring in through the back on the truck. Yeah. I mean, that's basically where we're at at this point. Yeah. And it's sad. It's very sad. And the piece of shit, Secretary of State in Georgia, the governor has been a total failure there. I mean, we can go up and down the list. But the two candidates that the Democrats have are some of the most extreme liberal candidates of this entire cycle. Uh, Warnock is all but a communist and hates the military and law enforcement, loves Fidel Castro. Ossoff is basically a tool of the Chinese Communist Party and has business ties to them. Yeah. So it couldn't be worse. And they're both socialists. I yeah. mean, they both it's want bad. you know socialist it's policies. Bad. So. So hopefully, and uh, Ossoff is owned by China. So. Yeah, as as President Trump said, we need to win this race. If you're in Georgia, by the time this podcast posts, you'll still have about an hour or so to get out and vote. So we really hope for a victory there tonight. But if we lose, there was a great article this morning uh, written by Julie Kelly over at American Greatness. If we lose, it will be four to six years of GOP establishment 
policy failures in the yeah. making. Yeah. It will be because they failed to oppose the Russia collusion hoax. They failed to stand up and defend the president in the light of clear fraud in this election until the yeah. very last moment here when really nothing can be done. Yeah. Right? It's all a show, yeah. as we've said. This isn't going to, yeah. you know, maybe a 0.001% chance. I would say it's like even – Right. It's – Biden's going to be president. The votes are there yeah. for it to certify. All the objection's yeah. going to do is elongate the process. Yeah, it's just going to take an extra day. And there's going to be probably about a million Trump supporters rallying in D.C. tomorrow. Yeah. So, of course— the, Stay away from D.C. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean— For the, those uh, listeners that we—for the, the five that we have in the Nova area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the— They wouldn't be going down I there know, anyway. I'm just saying. You never know. But— there's well, probably going to be violence. Oh, I didn't know there's going to be a rally and then yeah. they get engulfed by these people. It's going to be bad. I mean, I think that there's definitely going to be yeah. violence. And the guard's been called up, right? Bowser called up the guard. When she calls up the yeah, guard, that's how you know it's going to be bad. Yeah, they need everybody. They need the guard. They need every federal agent out there. It's going to be horrible. And here's the thing. It's not the conservatives. It's not the Trump supporters that are going out there and starting these things. No, it's Antifa. Because there's been numerous occasions where there's been Trump rallies in D.C. Yeah. The daytime is perfectly peaceful. And then the Antifa DC Cretans yeah. come out at night yep. and cause all kinds of trouble. And it's a pattern. It happens every single time, and I expect it to happen again this time. It'll be interesting to see what happens in this Georgia election, seeing as it's so close and stacked up against this electoral college vote tomorrow. Meanwhile, you have Stacey Abrams going on NBC last night and bragging about the lack of signature matching in Georgia. I know. So now they say the quiet part out loud again. Yeah. It's like, oops. Basically, they said that they were able to eviscerate the exact match system that was keeping so many people from voting. They're going to try to steal it again. Oh, they're definitely going to try to steal it they're again. They're going to try to steal it again. I mean, look at the lengths that Nancy Pelosi had to go to to squeak out a small victory for Speaker. And they violated COVID protocols. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they had to bring COVID positive yeah, congressmen yeah, and, yeah, and, and women, women, Gwen Moore, into the Capitol to get Pelosi her Speaker votes. I mean, it's just ridiculous. There's going to be a COVID outbreak in the House. Oh, there's no doubt. And, there's no and doubt. And let me tell you, because you know what? It was very clear. If that didn't, if because if that didn't happen, Kevin McCarthy would have won that that the speakership. Yeah. It was pretty close. I think was it Group Three or Group Four? Beth was pe- tracking it. It was like pretty damn close. I believe it was like almost neck and neck. And we got this good crew of patriots in the Senate, uh, which includes Josh Hawley, who got all this kicked off. Ted Cruz, Marsha Blackburn, Mike Braun, Steve Daines, Ron mm-hmm. Johnson, John Kennedy, James Lankford, uh, Bill Haggerty, Cynthia Loomis, Roger Marshall, and Tommy Tuberville. Oh, wow. And it's, so far it's 12. Could be more. Again, they won't have the votes. But they can make this process long and drawn out. Tomorrow is expected to be an extreme marathon day. Yeah. Uh, we have... In the morning at 9 a.m., the rally, the MAGA March rally, which will be at the Ellipse at the White House, President Trump's expected to speak. And then at 1 p.m., they're going to move over to the Capitol, and that's when the session gavels in, the joint session to vote on certifying the Electoral College. Um, And that's when all the objections are going to happen. Each objection gets like two hours of debate. So we could be talking about going well past midnight, or it could be shorter. And the Democrats could do tit for tat. And, uh, you know, object to, like, you know, Mississippi's yeah, exactly. results, yep. you know. Yep. Tip for t- you know, it's, it'll be, you know, tit for tat. It'll be tits all the time. Yeah, for sure. So. And, uh, of course, President Trump supports this move. And yeah. hopefully 
you know, we'll get at least some of this fraud in front of the American people. Again, at the end of the day, half the country is never going to believe that this election wasn't stolen. Yeah. And there's very well pro- proof that it was. And I was just saying this to you last night. Mm-hmm. Of all the fraud claims, yeah. you know, no matter how outrageous some of them may have been, yeah. at the base of this is the pure statistical fact that in past elections, all of these vital states have had mail-in rejection rates somewhere in the range of 4 to 6%. Yeah. This year, mail-in ballots were nearly, you know, 10 to 20 times the normal and the rejection rate was half a percent. Yeah. So it's very clear that most of these states were simply just pushing through the ballots, not doing any validation, and as Stacey Abrams admitted, they weren't matching the signatures. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, multiple uh, same people voting. You have dead people voting. You have people that haven't lived in the counties yeah. in a long time voting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of questions here. And we're sort of screwed up regarding challenges. Well, yeah. Because you know, Stacey none of the, Abrams' sister is a federal judge in the center, center of Georgia. Which is outrageous. Yeah. I mean, how was For she Central able to Georgia, rule on that case? I don't know. And I mean, they, I mean it wasn't like didn't slide under the radar. There were calls for her, you know, to recuse herself. Right, She right. didn't, of course. Yeah, but. I mean, and the judges have all but denied even hearing the cases, which yeah. is ridiculous, yeah. you know, for lack of standing. I mean, yeah. you're talking about the election of the president here. Yeah. This isn't just some, like, yeah. ambulance driver case. No, no. But there are, there are deadlines, I will say that. Some, some, well, of, these, yeah. some of these challenges were, were filed way past the deadline. And, and then, you know, sorry. Deadlines are deadlines. Yeah, but even the yeah. ones that were filed before were not, not heard. Not the uh, so. not not the Trump campaign proper. I'm yeah. talking the allies, the legal the legal allies of the Trump campaign were that was a that was a freak show. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was an absolute circus act. But I mean, it's easy to see from the start how these courts weren't going to take the cases up to yeah. begin with. Yeah. I mean, it's outrageous. Yeah. You at least hear the evidence. You just say no. But we're not a lot hear of it. them were, you know, Trump appointed judges. Some of them. Yeah. yeah, which just shows yeah. you how deep the establishment goes. Yeah. I mean, the that's really the one thing that's come I mean, out of all this. I, I agree, but there's also, I mean, remember, dude, there's a high bar. I mean, to toss out tens of thousands of ballots, it, it, it's a high bar. Well, yeah. It's a I high mean, bar. That's why the Democrats yeah. did the fraud in the way they did. Yeah. Because they knew well, yeah. that it was not going to be yeah. able to be overturned. If they didn't burn those envelopes, maybe. Well, they destroyed they, the evidence. But they destroyed the evidence. Yeah. So, I mean, what can you do? I mean, the, the judge can't, you know, say, well, because they burned up the envelopes, I'm going to, you know, it, it, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I, I also think that we had we had some people who have now turned out to be absolutely insane leading this. Well, I will know, name names. Well, Lynn Wood. We know yeah. it's Lynn Wood. And, uh, <laughs> we, and we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, while you were out with COVID. Yeah. When we had Julio on, we uh-huh. talked about that in depth, how we saw from, you know, when was that? The end of November, yeah, beginning of December? Yeah. Beginning of December. We yeah. knew then he was he was not... Schizo-titso? Well, yeah, and he very clearly, I think, had ties to Democrats. Yeah, don't... Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that that's an issue to begin with, and we should have never put our trust in that guy. Like, there was a lot of mistakes here, and... You could you could autopsy this you know seven ways to Sunday, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that like we've been saying, you know, and and people got mad at us for saying this in the aftermath of the election, nothing was going to change here, and we weren't going to have anything go our way, and it's just how it's going to be, and yeah, of course we should put up a fight till the very last breath. Yeah, I'm down with that yeah. always. Yeah, 
you know, I'm a bomb thrower. I'm a burn yeah. the whole system down type of guy at this point. I'm a coup person. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know you are. I mean, I'm totally. But I never used yeah. to be that way. Yeah. You know, I used to be more. In well, line it's with because the, the Democrats weren't as weren't, weren't as insane. Right. right. I mean, they were liberal as all hell back in you know during the Bush era, but it was not like you know this woke bullshit that we're dealing with. Yeah. You know, they I weren't. Mean, they I mean they weren't. They weren't as nearly gun grabby. They weren't nearly as you know high tax and and all this social justice identity politics bullshit. You know, yeah. You know, America is inherently racist, so therefore, you know, white people suck. Okay, maybe we saw the seeds of that, but that wasn't the core of the party. Yeah, you know, it was typical pro free. You know, at least they were at least pro free. You know, free speech. At some, time, you know, some. But you know, you know, Bernie Sanders was always Bernie Sanders on the periphery. But you know, it was. The, 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 I mean, there were certainly Democrats that we could work on a lot of stuff with. I mean, remember, this is when everything was. You needed sixty votes to pass stuff. So obviously, there was. It was a lot more moderate. You know, in terms of the legislation and whatnot. But now it's just it's we're in the Fidel Castro era of the Democratic Party, and it's it's not good. Yeah. I mean, you see what happens when they lose elections. They throw a tantrum and then they weaponize the institutions of the state to go after their political enemies. Well, we, you saw, know we, saw, we saw that for four years. You know who saw this coming? Hmm? Andrew Breitbart. Yeah. Oh like he God. said, if they want war, we'll give them war. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. You know, that's it, it always really been is, our mantra. Imagine, I, mean, it, I think he would have had a hell of a time going through all this. Yeah, I was just talking alive. about that yeah. with uh, – well, not just. I guess it was about a month ago yeah. now. I was talking about that with our friend Larry. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, if Andrew was around, I feel like a lot of this uh, could have been avoided, that a lot of the people who were squishy yeah. in our uh, party, and it took so many years for them to get on board with Trump, yeah. and their lack of defense against Trump when it came to the Russia collusion, yeah. I feel like a lot of that would have been totally different. Yes, um, would have been. So, you know, the, yeah. the past is the Rest past in at peace. this point. Yeah, of course, we, we love yeah. Andrew. He's but, one of the guys that got me into blogging, so... Let's talk about some other things that happened while we were away. Uh, the Nashville bombing on Christmas Day. So apparently the FBI can solve this crime in 48 hours, but we still don't know what happened in Las Vegas Las nearly Vegas. two and a half years ago or uh, or with the Russia collusion hoax because yeah. that investigation taken well, 12 why, years. Like, first of all, why, why how, how was it solved so quickly? Maybe because the girlfriend of, of the f***ing bomber told the police in 2019 that— A year her, earlier. A year earlier that her then-boyfriend was building bombs in the f***ing RV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and apparently oh, the guy was oh. like uh, believed in aliens, which you know nowadays. Well, aliens but, exist, yeah. But he was also like a five G truther and all that, so who knows? But is that okay? Well, that's I, don't I think mean that's a rumor. It's a rumor, yeah. Who knows? Think, who knows? But I mean, the way he did it was very odd. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, you know, he, he didn't only, want to he, kill anyone. Yeah, he only wanted to kill himself apparently I and mean, take he, out the AT and T building. Yeah, yeah which <laughs> did disrupt. Uh, you know service in that area for yeah. a little bit but yeah. you know he listen he played that 15 minute message for everyone to get the hell out of the way and then he blew up and that's a crazy story yeah it's a crazy story um president trump tried to stand up for the average american while we were out here uh and tried to get a two thousand dollar direct payment as part of the stimulus yeah. package uh but of course uh cocaine mitch that up and yeah. uh he because- gave that's a gift to the democrats well, yes, it is. I, There's a we have a, a Georgia runnoff, and this guy is giving ad material to the Democrats. Well, the two the cocaine Mitch overdosed last week. That's what happened. The two thousand dollar payments are almost as popular as SEC football in Georgia. Yeah, I know. So it was basically a gimme. It was, and it was it was bungled. Yeah. So if we do lose tonight, yeah. that's one of the yeah. things we can certainly look and back upon. And also, it's the principle. That, listen, we've had months of COVID relief packages torpedoed by by Pelosi and the Democrats. People are hurting. I don't give a about. 
you know, whether or not this is wasteful spending or, or whatever. Well, Give the, the people the relief. Here's the thing. You For can God's make the, sakes. You can make the wasteful spending argument, which I don't disagree with. Yeah. But you can't make that argument while also passing yeah. the budget, which includes oh, a whole host of Billions yeah. and billions in foreign aid. Yeah. You know, we're sending $10 million to Pakistan for fucking gender studies. Yeah, I know, which is not and a thing. And what if we send $700 million to, to Sudan? Sudan? Yeah, yeah. What about the starving Americans, yeah. right? And that's where the Trump America First agenda yeah. clashes with yeah. the old school establishment. Yeah. And that's one of the fights you're going to see yeah. over the next it's not only get, two years, but four nasty. years. It's going to get nasty. Is... The Trump supporters, like us, yeah. want to purge the party of the last vestiges of the establishment to prevent like this from happening. But I'm down with populism. Like the I'm exorcist, kind of, I'm kind of liking this. You know, this, yeah. this right. Like the exorcist girl. Yeah, they're thrashing about. Yeah. again, it's always and has always been and will always be about power. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's politics. And that's the media. Yeah. That's the establishment here in D.C. Yeah. I mean, this town. Is so corrupt. And when you have it, it's very nice. You can, you know, you can, you can around with people's, you know, economic lives here. You know, not giving them two thousand dollars worth of relief. Yeah. Frankly, should be honestly, I think there should be a tax holiday next year. No one pays taxes. Yeah. Well, everything's everything can be written off. You know, there needs to be something. You know what it's going to be. We've had a whole year of, of of businesses being hurt because these these clowns up on the hill wouldn't help them because of an election. So I'm sorry. Well, not only is it not going to be that, yeah. if we lose tonight, taxes are going up. Oh, big league. Not only personal income taxes, but corporate. the corporate tax yeah. rate and small business tax rate yeah. will go up. There's yeah. no doubt. They have to go up. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's, I mean, forget economics. They want to spend $10 it's a, trillion. De- it's a Democrat in the White House. Right. Taxes are going to go up. Right. I mean, so. they want to spend $10 trillion, you know? Oh, you know, I mean, gender reassignment uh, yeah. surgeries for everybody and this and that. I mean, the whole thing is just... If it was for infrastructure... Because our our the it, thing is the money exists we, for we that. Need, I mean, we we need we. I mean, I think we all know for years our infrastructure has been falling apart. Yeah, yeah. But bridges the money collapsing. Exists. You don't need to raise taxes for that. Yeah. Like if they can spend seven hundred million dollars on some whole African country. Yeah, we can. Then you could spend yeah. seven hundred million dollars yeah. on a new transportation yeah, I agreed. hub. Like, although I think Trump called for like four trillion. That. Yeah, he, he, he wanted yeah. A, he wanted like a three to four trillion dollar investment. Which okay, but that's over ten years. Yeah, right. 10, yeah. So you're talking four hundred billion dollars a year. Yeah. You can easily find that in discretionary spending. Yeah. Well, or, just, well, just get just you, just get rid of Medicare. And be, yeah. <laughs> or you just run up the debt. That's what they've yeah. been doing anyway, right? Yeah. Neither party is interested in actually yeah. solving the deficit crisis. Yeah. I think which eventually yeah. will come I back. I think to kill we. Us. I think everybody in this country just needs to like like how Republicans have have slowly realized that they're that oh, repealing Obamacare is never going to happen. Yeah. In ten years, that that's it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, paying down the debt and. Deficit neutral spending is never going to happen in Washington. It's yeah. too much stuff. There's too much special interests. You can't have it. You can't get it done. The only time we've ever paid down the debt was Andrew Jackson, okay? Yeah. When he left office. So we're going to, you 200 know, years listen, ago. Listen, we, we're, we're <laughs> for God's sake, I mean, we are, <laughs> I told you, I mean, we're the largest, I mean, being the largest and most, uh, you know, traded with economy in the world, um, the credit limit is uh, unlimited, but it will come due someday. But Well, it eventually runs into yeah, an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can go so high. The real issue is going to be— Sorry, folks. I know we're, we're talking like Keynesians here, but, I mean, here's, I mean it is what it well, is. The re- no, but the real issue is going to be inflation. <laughs> yeah. That's what people are not yeah. thinking about here. 
and you just have people that don't understand basic economics, yeah. and that's who's about to be in charge of the government. Yeah. And but you know Democrats should love inflation because that's you know it's a, it's another tax increase. <laughs> yeah, I mean here's, Honestly, here's really the thing. Is. You know we need to ask ourselves as a country, and I think there's a lot of Democrats that would actually agree with this too. Yeah, it's really the DC establishment that wants this. It's not the rest of America. Yeah, what other country taxes its citizens to send the money to us? Yeah, that's ridiculous. None. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That's going to be the real fight, I think. And that actually, I think, has a, an opportunity to pull people over to the populist side. Yeah. No matter whether Trump decides to run again or not, mm-hmm. he is going to be an active player. Yeah. He already said last night, I'll be back here in Georgia in a year and a half to campaign against your piece of governor. Yeah. So it's going to happen regardless. I mean, it's his party. Yeah, totally. It's, he should you know, install himself as RNC chair. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> or like deputy chair with well, Rana. He <laughs> should declare his 2024 run... The day of Biden's inauguration. Well, yeah, we talked about yeah, this I because I totally agree with that. It just, gives you just, an automatic deferral. Automatic deferral. The the field is clear, and then we have four years to, to build up a war chest like right. never before. A four year run on the war chest. My God. And if he runs, he runs. Yeah. But, but if hopefully he doesn't, he spends on the right people though. He's, well, yeah. If he yeah. doesn't, it's going to be whoever he handpicks. Yeah. I mean, that's realistically where yeah. we're at. Although, I'm, remember we talked about, uh, the worry I have with that is that coalitions aren't transferable. That's true. I mean, Very he true. was out there in 2018 during the midterms, hard for, you know, vote Republican, keep the Congress, and hit a good chunk of the Trump base voted for Democrats. Yeah. So, uh, and then they I came mean, back in 2020, because that's how this base is. But, you know what, I, I like that aspect of it, though. Those because those marginal changes in the white working class could sink or swim us in elections, right? Yeah. It it's a it's a good guardrail. It's a it's an accountability measure. I mean, nobody and and but and, and and we can win them back too. But I'm just saying, like that whole if you go too swampy or you don't get aggressive enough on this, that, and the other on policy, you know, yeah. these people will vote for Democrats, and it doesn't take a big swing, two to three percent, you know. So. I kind of like that that kind of unstable aspect. Nothing is guaranteed, which it's true in politics. Yeah. Nothing is guaranteed. Nobody truly believes that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Well, Nobody yeah, believes that. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about this more on I Thursday, agree. but take a look at Kamala. Two major stories breaking oh. over last week. Uh, a Kwanzaa lie, which we all know Kwanzaa is a fake holiday. Yeah. And she also lifted a MLK quote for her story. So check that out. We'll revisit that. Uh, We'll also talk on Thursday more about the Barstool Fund. Dave Portnoy, El Presidente of Barstool Sports, has been doing the work that Congress should have been doing for a long time, helping businesses directly. Um, You wrote about this. Alec Baldwin's fake Hispanic wife. Oh, my God. You want to sum that up real quick? Hilaria Baldwin? (laughs) Yeah, okay. uh, uh, Hilaria? Hilaria? Yeah. It was supposedly a uh, Mallorca native, you know, featured on the cover of Hola magazine, which is based in Madrid, was, you know, was portrayed as Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, she is whiter than Wonder Bread from a well-to-do family in the Boston area. Uh-huh. So she lied. She lied about being Spanish. And now she's like doubling down saying she's not going to apologize. And Well, it's uh, the new Rachel you know, Dolezal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's great. These white liberals, they, they, they think they're the protectors of the races uh, for because they get some bullshit degree about on, in American studies. And then they decide to say what this, that, and the other is problematic in cultural appropriation. But then they yep. have that special pass. No one can cultural appropriate stuff except us. Classic. So. Yeah, not to mention they named their kids for Hispanic. Yeah, exactly. Names. It's just yeah. like, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, you named your kids after, like, it's Alejandro. They're yeah. five Spanish yeah. kids. 
just whatever. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that later. Another nail in the nobody believes that Joe Biden won 81 million votes coffin is the fact that Trump dethroned Obama for the most admired man of 2020. Oh, hell. Um, I mean, that just explains itself. Yeah, like, okay. I, come on. And uh, that piece of <laughs> Raspenberger, we talked briefly, as mentioned him, the Georgia Secretary of State, uh-huh. leaked a f***ing call with the president. We'll have more to talk about that on yeah. Thursday. Unfortunately, we're, we're getting up against a hard yeah, stop are, here. Yeah. I got a meeting. But yep. we'll talk more about the future of the GOP uh, because by the time Thursday comes around, we'll be yeah. a little bit more into that discussion. And I, uh, we can talk about the rambunctious CNN segment later, too. No, no, no. We're going to oh, play that right now. We're going to play that right now. My mistake. Roll, roll that clip, Mr. Producer. But he's... he's- it okay. is a stupid okay. phrase meant to trigger. It's a, <laughs> you know, you know damn well it's a Anthony, you're too smart for that. Okay. Well, he worked for Trump, so I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony. Well, Amanda, you're getting left and right for Ted Cruz. You work for Ted Cruz, a full-on traitor. I mean, what are you talking about? You, you don't have any standing to say that. Excuse me? Excuse me, Anthony you, you Scaramucci. I remember you going to the traitor. cameras and praising Donald Trump to the hilt. When I worked for Ted Cruz, you want to go there? He took you principled constitutional Ted Cruz stance. When you worked for him? Ex- excuse me, what was that? You, you, you really you think I should answer you didn't praise to you Ted Cruz about you my work him? history? When you were Donald Trump's communications you, person, willingly... Don't be, don't be a hypocrite on national TV. Okay. I've I owned have, the mistake of Donald Trump. Try not to be a hypocrite on national TV. It, but Anthony, you were Donald Trump's mouthpiece, okay. and everybody knew what kind of person he was then, as he's shown himself to be now. So it's very 74 hard. million people voted for him, Amanda. All right, I got to go, guys. This is the country you're living in. 74 million people voted well, for him. Understand those award, voters. Change for, their will. Okay. Anthony, Thank you all. Goodbye. That's your laugh of the day, I folks. Mean, clown show. You gotta love when they eat their own. I mean, yeah. these people are on live TV and just yeah. like live and talking. Don Lemon's laughing on, you know, yeah. in the background. It's just like, ugh. yeah. I mean, the biggest hack of all of those people is Amanda Carpenter because she actually pretended to be a real conservative for a long time, and then as soon as she got some of that CNN money, she just well, I just liked how. Anna, Anna Navarro is like, don't say identity politics. It's it's a triggering word when she's obviously triggered by yeah. it. Yeah. And then, yep. scare. Listen, I know Scaramucci has turned against the president, but you gotta have. Some, yeah. <laughs> well, Ted Cruz is a full on traitor, and then the whole thing goes off the hinges, off yep. the hinges. We will, of course, have live coverage of the runoff elections tonight on townhall.com yep. and tomorrow for however long they take to try to rig this. Uh, and, of course, we'll have live coverage of what's sure to be a wild day tomorrow with the MAGA March rally in D.C. and the Electoral College certification in Congress. Sorry the show is a little short today. Obviously, we're pretty busy over here. But we'll be back with a longer, more uh, complete episode of Triggered on Thursday. If you'd like to reach out to us, we love hearing from you all. Email us at triggered at townhall.com. And we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered.